courtside in the virtual hardwood, it's the NLSC Podcast, episode number 293. Andrew with you once again, that's Andrew NLSC on the Twitter, of course. I'm joined by my good friend Ben, also known as Arcane, and Arcane NLSC on the Twitter. Okay, everyone. And the previous season is rolling along, Ben. We've actually got some more news to talk about this week, some some good, some uh, some kind of troubling, I guess. Yeah, um... Yeah, the, the troubling one was a bit disappointing, um, to say the least. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll get into that. So. We'll come to that. That is, of course, uh, the future of NBA Live, what's happening with NBA Live 20. We also have a MyGM blog, the first developer blog for uh, NBA 2K20. And the first, uh, well, not the first trailer, we had that little bit of a teaser, if you remember, Ben, back uh, in, in July. But we do have the, the Next Is Now trailer has dropped as well, so... The previous season of 2K20 getting into uh, into full gear, I suppose. NBA Live 20 remains to be seen. Uh, as we head into the previous season, as the previous season rolls along, Ben, uh, I'm finding that I am playing the games, last year's games, less and less. Um, I, I pretty much had, I think, what well, it's my last session of uh, Jordan Rex Center with randoms the other day. Um, yep. I, I had a... I had a rough session the other night. It was it kind of left me a bit bummed, actually, because I thought, you know, this is such a potentially fun mode, as we've said before with Pro-Am, and... Uh, and it was just a ridiculous mode, or a ridiculous session, I should say, where I was uh, frozen out by the the randoms I was playing with. And we, we did win the game. I barely touched the ball, and when I did, I didn't make any mistakes or anything. But they got on the mic and they're saying, "Oh, you can thank us for the win. You can thank us for the win." Like, oh yeah, you know, I thank you for your ten turnovers playing uh, point guard as a shooting guard. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> it, it's just the toxicity of the community on top of everything else with the mode. I'm, I thought, you know what, I'm done. I, I'm I'm really done with even just trying to enjoy the mode this year but i i did want to end on a on a good note because you know you want to leave it without that sour taste in your mouth i suppose so i i gave it one more shot i had a pretty decent game i had the 9.7 rebounds 10 assists uh, got my dunk got my three-pointer we got the a big win 88 to 51 so that's it i said that's it that's that's the, my last game of 2k19 <laughs> uh, of, of jordan rec center anyway i'll probably play a bit more my career and my team and mess around and such and maybe some exhibition games with uh, play now games with uh, historical teams and whatnot, but as far as Jordan Rex Center online, yeah, I, I think I'm done, man. It, it's uh, it's just been that kind of year, and it's why keep putting ourselves through it. I mean, we we do that so often with pro am last year and and such that uh, yeah, it, it really it's it's kind of on us at the, at the end of the day to to stop playing and, and saying I'm not enjoying this and, and actually move on to something else. Yeah, well, uh, the last time I've played was when you and I tried playing. Uh, and we were attempting to to play some rec center games, but connection errors and yep, yeah, uh, you know, not on our end, but on server end of things. Uh, well, I mean, the error message said it was our end. You know, yeah. <laughs> error message says it was us. So, you know, surely yeah. that would an error message lie to you, Ben? Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe in this case. Yeah, that was that was a tough session trying trying to get that to work, and we ended up playing some playground and. Oh, we we came close. To, we we had that really disappointing loss. I remember where we we really should have won that game, and then old mate yeah. started just firing up threes and uh, bad threes, and then we lost. So again, it's it's the, the, what what happens with with the random play and online. And I've got an article coming out this week, Monday tip off, talking about the the state of two K online. And I know a lot of people play it, and a lot of people enjoy it, but. Uh, for my money, Ben, it's it's not good. It, it's really been in decline these last few years, and it's it's disappointing because even as an offline player, traditionally a franchise and even career mode player, I have enjoyed getting online since 2K16, and it's it's been disappointing to see that 
constant decline, that continued decline, and, and just think, well, I don't want to play this anymore. I don't want it not online anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, and again, we, we stress it back to how much Pro-Am we played in, in Team Pro-Am and stuff like that in the day and uh, from like 16 to 17 and then the, the rapid decline and that afterwards and just... Yeah, just it's not getting any better. It's it's definitely no. getting worse. And then yep. the fact that the way the things that they did this year with some decisions, it it's just made it unenjoyable and unplayable, and 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 locked people out for no well for a stupid reason. So it's yeah, that it, it, it's yeah. it's and it's that goes back to that Reddit thread from last year. Everything he said about moving in that elitist direction and pandering to the elite players and being. Uh, hostile to new players and everything, and even more uh, experienced players like ourselves, who may be just playing a bit more casually, or maybe who want a sim experience instead of an arcade game online. Um, yeah, it's it's really shooing people like us out to just for, for, to really gatekeep, I suppose, as we've said before, and to have a certain kind of player and a, a certain demographic and for for a mode that really should be open to everyone because it is such a great idea for a mode, uh, online team play. Going yeah. back to NBA Live 08, who did it first. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a shame, but it is what it is, I suppose. But uh, I guess we are getting to that time of the year where we are wrapping up our gaming, because the new game is, or one of them at least, is, is less than, uh, well, just on a month away, you know, give or take a day or two, as we're recording this. Uh, so it, you do kind of... So sometimes you, you do play to the end of, of, of the life cycle, of, of, of it being the current game, but other times I think you just end up giving it away because it's... We had about twelve months playing it, so we've we've done done a lot. Basically, we've played played the hell out of the games. So, and and I have had fun with my league. Uh, sorry, not my league. Uh, my career this year, and looking to go into my league, as I've said in the uh, in, in the Friday Five this week. So, I feel I've got my my worth, and I didn't spend any money on the game, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I paid. Obviously, I waited a little bit longer to get it, and. Uh... And then I was away for basically four months after a couple of days after just buying the game. So, uh, so yeah, I didn't get to go in as deep as you guys did, or you know, especially in the first few weeks when the game came out and that. Mm. So, you know, not being able to try and play some of the other modes and stuff like that. Uh, and then when I did get back, it was to try and potentially try and grind up to a decent level where I was capable of you know, being effective on, on the court for if we were to ever to try and play online in that. But yeah, just it. the it, other guy, yeah. it, the, the game just, it just... Everyone lost interest, basically. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And it doesn't look like anyone's interested in playing online in 2K20. I mean, when I say anyone, I'm, we're talking about anyone with now uh, an LSC yeah, Pro-Am true. squad. I mean, yeah. Obviously, there are people who, who are interested in online, but as far as uh, our little... Uh, a little click here there is is concerned. Everyone's kind of burned out on it. I know I am. Everyone, else, a lot of us, basically you and I, are pretty much the only ones who've been giving it a go recently. And yeah. and, you, and basically only when you, I've invited you to, to come play with me, you know. It's otherwise I've been, you know, just out of out of habit, just seeing what it's like online. Um, so there's, there's no reason to for us to really play online or to, to play my career and grind of a player in 2K20 because we're done with online, and that's that's the only reason I did it this year because I thought we were going to give it one more go and. We we did we tried but it's it just it is what it is but uh, yeah. but on the plus side man uh, it does look like a pretty good year to get back to the franchise gaming 
and that I guess that leads us uh, quite smoothly into the the MyGM blog for, for NBA 2K20. Uh, not everyone's happy about this blog, you know, Ben. Uh, a lot of uh-huh. people, uh, a lot of people saying that oh, you know, nobody cares about my league and my GM, which of course in online speak means it's not for me, so therefore nobody cares, which is the kind of selfish attitude that I've come to expect from the youth of today. <laughs> Old man grumbling there, but but yeah, that a lot of people seem to be really upset, and I'm thinking, you know, there's going to be more developer blogs and they're going to be talking about my park and they're going to be talking about um, or playground and they're going to be talking about my career and uh, pro-am and everything else they're going to get there they're getting this out of the way first and maybe maybe because they know that not as many people play my gm and my league so they're yeah. just getting it's it out just, of the way you know, saving the big guns for last and yeah it, but it, it's this this thing now i think really uh the, the idea that it's not all about what you like, and when I say you, I mean you know all of us basically. It's not yep. about what all of us like. That it's that's an attitude that you've got to grow into. You've got to mature into this idea that other people like different things, and that's okay. And it's okay that sometimes content will be about those other things and previews. Um, so that that was a kind of an, another one of those situations where I felt like old man Andrew basically, and, and saying, "Ah, oh, there's look at these kids the way they're you know railing against this," um, but. That that being said, uh, does actually have some pretty good news about my GM and my league, and it's it's kind of interesting because you don't really think of things that you can add to the modes because they are so deep, Ben. You know, mm. like what what do you add to the already the most deep, the deepest uh, franchise mode, if not in gaming, certainly in the history of basketball gaming. Uh, but they they have made some adjustments this year. Uh, it's basically my GM 2.0. Uh, revamp to be more accessible, including additions such as action points, uh, score and leaderboards, a new skills tree and leveling. Excuse me, new skills tree and leveling structure, new tasks, uh, sponsorship and branding. Uh, I'm reading off my own uh, summary here. So basically, they've added some new stuff this year, Ben, with MyGM 2.0, and they're they're making it kind of a connected experience in so much as what you do in MyGM is going to count towards scoreboards and leaderboards, and there's going to be a comparison of of, of basically. Uh, yeah, how well you're doing as a GM compared to other people. Okay, so that's an interesting technique. Uh, I mean, like, hearing this stuff and sort of watching some of the videos in terms of um, the some of the techniques that, you know, game companies are using to, you know, in, in, in regards to, like, microtransactions anchoring and things like that and the IKEA effect, you know, I'm just trying to think, like, look at these games in, in that perspective and think, um, you know, is, is there ways that that kind of manipulation, I guess, um, you know, does it does it have this kind of effect where it could try and draw this? Uh, I'm looking at this very differently at the moment compared to what I would normally do. And, and, that, and it's just... How, yeah. how does it benefit 2K, you kind of think? Y- yeah, yeah, you know, because... Um, well, listen, when I, when I think when it comes to my gym and my league, because that is a more traditional experience... We, it kind of bypasses a lot of that stuff. I think that's really more about the my team and my career. I, I think, I think the, the the franchise team is really focused on that traditional experience. So mm. it's and expanding that traditional experience. So, uh, but I do understand the cynicism and, and yeah. the skepticism because, I mean, look at some of the things Two K has done in recent years. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Um, and, yeah, I, yeah, for, for me, it was yeah, it was just trying to become aware of more of it more consciously in that and sort of but yeah it was more just sort of thinking in my head just briefly it was like is there something that they could do <laughs> what's the catch 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, you, just yeah, it's it's just you, you do end up thinking that way. You do, you do end yeah. up thinking that way. Sadly, um, but it, I mean that sounds like a pretty decent idea off the uh, you know off the off the top of my head. Uh, the uh, the idea of connecting the, the mode and, and being able to compare um, probably better than having it being story driven, completely story driven. Um, although there are still conversations and, and such, so it is more of that RPG mode compared to my league, which is the the traditional sandbox uh, franchise experience. Um, I, I do encourage people to check out the blog for the full uh, details. I've summarised it in our news post and uh, posted that summary in the forum as well. Uh, so action points will determine which tasks you can perform each day. So basically, you, you can s- perform a set amount of tasks each day as in the GM's chair, Ben. Um, yep. So you have to basically efficiently use your time and team-building strategies because <laughs> otherwise, uh, yeah, you'll run out of points uh, on each day and won't be able to... Uh, perform a task and may not be able to manage the team as efficiently as you'd like. Um, how you perform in the GM seat will rank on new score and leaderboards. And, and also these features are affected by the difficulty level you choose as well. So you get, you can get more action points if you have a higher difficulty level, which, uh, which, which I like basically, you know, you, if you are going a, a more difficult route that you can, uh, you can do a little bit more. Um, each save begins at level one and end up at around level 20. And there's a skill tree that I referred to before begins with a general style of management um, what type of GM you want to be, uh, branches in five directions, leadership, diplomacy, insight, finance, and facilities. Basically, each path is a different way to the ultimate goal of winning a championship. You can also actually respec once a month. So, yeah, so it really is a very more of an RPG-based uh, approach, uh, increasingly so, Ben, from, from the looks of things. Okay. Okay, so the respecing, you know, being able to change, and so you know, it's more adapting to on the fly, and, you know, if... Your strategy isn't working. You can adjust, and you can go. Yeah, you can go to different yeah. uh, different path, different skill tree, which yeah. uh, which makes yeah. it so you're not locked in on on the save. Which, uh, well, I mean, you, you can respect you can respect once a month, so you're not yeah. completely screwed if you. Uh, you know, you don't like, have to play out the full season, and then yeah, you know, like like, like choosing the wrong my player archetype, for example. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's 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 one positive in that sense. You know, yeah, it it allows you to see if your strategy is working. And then reassess, uh, reassess, and then yeah, okay. So that that's a good positive there, uh, and you know, hopefully, like like we were stating with the um, you know being locked into the one archetype in previous years, and that it was like that's yeah, <laughs> it's that kind of stuff is needed to a change. Uh, so. Absolutely, and the fact that they're looking at that in uh, in my GM. Hopefully, again, in my career, that for those who are into going to be into my career this year, they will be able to make some. Uh, some changes but we will cross that bridge when we come to it i suppose that that blog is coming <laughs> so just just remind people who who aren't about uh, my gm that other there are other modes still in the game and that information will be coming uh relationships goals and tasks have been revamped so there'll be new things uh, to do as far as you know when you're in the gm's search here uh, this is an interesting part ben uh requests will now come from players as well and other executives and according to the blog, not always in your best interest to fulfill requests. So you will get requests that aren't always in the best interest of the team. You know, players making selfish requests, executives making requests that, you know, because it's their area, I don't know, because they're whatever, they're in charge of popcorn or whatever. <laughs> Executive <laughs> vice president of popcorn or whatever. And uh, we need to increase popcorn sales. Well, that's actually, no, we need to find a, a new point guard. That's actually more of a priority right now. So uh, again, that's a, that's a really good RPG element, I think. To that you have to make these decisions. That do you do you try and make everyone happy? And if you try to make everyone happy, you can't make everyone happy. And even if you do, the team doesn't necessarily win. 
So I, I think that's obviously a, a big part of, uh, you know, when you are in charge trying to balance egos and, and juggle all these responsibilities and fulfill requests, you have to pick and choose which ones and who, who you who you upset and who you uh, make happy uh, as, as it goes, as it pertains to being successful. So I think that's, again, a good uh, wrinkle I've added this year. Yeah, and, you know, it's a fairly good lesson in life to you that you can't please everyone in that sort of sense. So Absolutely, uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, and... 2k20 teaching people about life apparently <laughs> it's not just a basketball sim it's a life sim this this is not a basketball game isn't that what uh, <laughs> some, someone said a few years ago anyway um so that, it's mostly about my gm this this blog um it doesn't really talk much about my league again there's so much that's already in my league that it's, it's hard to really uh add anything you know and, and credit to the team for the, the work they've done and, and trying to find new things uh, but a few things that have, have pertain to both my GM and my league. Uh, morale and team chemistry has been enhanced this year. Uh, other additions and improvements include uh, staff cards. There's some new personality badges for max players, so when you're dealing with their, their personality types. Uh, more functionality in player DNA. Uh, extra details in history and records screen where you can see pictures of players, etc. pop up in the history and records. Um, yeah. as, as, as it says in the blog, you know, not a make-or-break feature, but something they feel is cool, and I, I think it's a cool detail too. Uh, quick scroll options, which is, I guess, more for the consoles if you are on PC, Master Race. Um, <laughs> that's with a mouse, that's probably less of an issue, but nice to have it in the game all the same. Uh, improved draft class authenticity. And, and here's something that's pretty cool, man. Even the ability to force winners when simulating. So you can actually manipulate the results, uh, presumably in my league more so than my GM. So if you want to recreate a, a retro season with a retro roster, or if you want to really control the, the league, you can actually intervene and, and make... Uh, and, and change the winners so uh, again I, I think that's a pretty cool they've added these little functions that some of these things that even i wouldn't have thought of me being a historically a franchise player and, and things that a lot, a lot of people are suggesting yeah and, and the other enhancements it really seems like a good time to to stop my career and get back into the franchise gaming it's uh it, it's sounding really good yeah yeah uh, yeah i think i think seeing how it all works and that would be the big test uh you know how well and how balanced everything is and that but yeah it, it's it seems positive at the moment so and you know once people get their hands on the game they'll obviously be able to um to give a better indication of yeah yeah how, if this is all but, uh, it, it does sound good on paper i'll give it that and, and yeah developer blogs always do admittedly um but but what they've done and with the my gm 2.0 and some of these enhancements for both my gm and my league uh, I, I think has made What's again one of the most, uh, one of the deepest, one of the most, uh, yeah, impressive franchise experiences in basketball gaming, if not sports gaming as a whole. Uh, again, I haven't played NHL, Madden, etc., so I can't really make a comparison. But just seeing the depth and how far it's come from association, how far ahead it is of uh, well, certainly the current franchise mode in live, but even even the even the best dynasty modes from the last generation, Ben, I, I think mm. that 2K is just so far ahead of them with what they've yeah. done. I mean, they were with Association last generation too, let's be honest. You know, if you go back and look at Association last gen, whew, it is a lot better than Dynasty and Franchise last gen, um, which is a shame because Live pioneered Franchise and, and then just kind of didn't really go any further with it and, and haven't yeah. touched it fairly at all this generation, which is, you know, we've said many times is a disappointment. But as far as getting the Franchise fix, uh, the Franchise gaming fix, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it because as I said on Friday 5, I am ready to move on from my career I'm sick of the grind every year, 
and I got it, when I first got into my career, it was because it was a fresh experience compared to franchise gaming. But now that I'm over uh, the career experience and the connected online experiences, franchise is looking fresh and looking very tempting, very inviting. So I think that's what I'll be doing in, mostly in uh, in 2K20. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I, I think that'd be a nice change of pace. Um, I'm interested to see more what they've done with my league. Um, yeah. I, I think. Do you think that we're was... getting another blog? Do you think we're going to another in-depth blog, or do you think this is pretty much it um, for, for the franchise one? I mean, obviously, we're getting other developer blogs. Yeah, not... I, I think they'll have. I think they'll have one for my league. I, I think this one was more of a, a my GM one. Um, obviously, they got a few things that will play into both and that so that's why they've they've added those elements sure. in the mentioning of it but yeah I think there could be you know it, it might be a small one but I, th- I think I think there, there, there will be a, a, you know an, an individual one you know stating some of the things that maybe again some balancing issues or uh, just some new additions to stuff or some tweaking in that so I, I think there'll, there'll be there'll be something and it'll most likely be more than three lines or three sentences like well, one would the patch, um, a, a patch note <laughs> yes we don't, we don't want to see that kind of uh, detail not really worth it could have thrown that in at the end of this blog obviously uh, i mean to that point i suppose they didn't mention my league online in this which is a big deal um i think something people are interested in so yeah i suppose we might see a my league and my league online blog which will i mean that's going to make people really happy when they have to wait another blog to see to hear about my career and pro am yeah. and everything they have to wait longer that's going to make everyone all these old heads that play franchise, yeah, well, if you guys weren't so toxic, we'd play online with you, but you are, so, <laughs> yeah, we're going to play against the CPU because it's, uh, it's, um... And in it, a mode where we it's a better don't sport. have to require VC. <laughs> yeah, basically. That'll, that'll be nice, too. The other thing that I'm looking forward to as far as getting back to the franchise experience is being able to sim games because I know you can sim games in my career, but because you need to grind, you really do need to play as many as possible. Mm, so, you- yeah... Your stat averages and all that will drop immensely, especially you know, given if you are averaging like fifty plus points a game. In, in, yeah. When you play and when you sim, you'll most likely average between the twenty to the thirty. So that'll be a massive drop off in all your averages if you're trying to go for some of those records and stuff like that to potentially, like what you were attempting to do, is you know, Hall of Fame stuff. Where yeah, you, you, you definitely you really have a chance. To. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to play. You can probably sim a few if you're going to play a lot of seasons, and and that's something I really need to do when I get back to franchise. Is because I've always prided myself on playing 82 games, 12 minute quarters, etc. But getting on, you know, a bit older now, different responsibilities, and don't always have that time for gaming. Uh, I, I and I'd also like to get through a few seasons of uh, of my league as well. I'm going to have to make that switch where I do you know, play one, simulate one, something like that, or, or play a few here, play some key games, and then just simulate a bit when I'm. You know, when I want to get ahead in the season, and and I think that will really help getting through the the lull of that post the post All Star break in the season is the worst. Yeah, because you're you're ready for the playoffs at that point. So that's when you have, if you're going to start simulating, that's really when you start if you haven't already. Um, but that's something I'll I'll just find out when I have the game and, and how how I'm enjoying it. And you know, I, I historically I'd like to play at least one full season, but you know, it, it's getting harder to do when you've got, got other responsibilities and yeah, and, and tell such. me about it. So. Well, I'll see how I go with this, but but I'm looking forward to getting back into that. It's a, it's a good start for my GM. Uh, yeah, you're right. We might get another My League blog and hear a bit more about that in My League Online, but it's it's really sounding like they've 
still been able to put some good work into that mode, which is very impressive considering how deep the modes already are. Yeah, and uh, like for me, it's like how much further can they take it in the next generation? Is that's going to be the big thing? Um, looking ahead, you know, what more can they do going forward in that long term? Uh, in that long term situation, because yeah, you, you don't, you ultimately don't want to hope that they've reached the peak with the mode at the moment. And so, you know, going in the next gen, it's like we we haven't got much else we can do. Maybe you know, is you're hoping at this stage it, there's obviously limitations in hardware and online functionality and capabilities and stuff like that but obviously with what the next gen offers and all that stuff yeah you, what, what, do you, hope, what do you do yeah yeah yes. uh, I it, mean... it, 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 it'd be interesting to see where they could potentially take it if you know if, if they haven't if if they haven't run out of ideas but they were just waiting for the, the tech to catch up yeah 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 um i, I think there's probably going to be more simulation options probably more connected experiences as far as my league online you know more more to do with that side of things I, I would imagine um yeah i imagine they will still continue to push the envelope there because people do still play the mode and they are very proud of what they do and have a great team there and our old friend leftos obviously doing you know all, all the great work on on the on the franchise mode there him and the the rest of the franchise team uh eric benish and, and, and so forth uh yeah it will be interesting to see what they do and how far they can push the envelope uh, one thing i do hope is that they don't have a repeat of uh this generation where they drop the franchise modes going into the, or mm. any of those functions going into the next generation. I, I think they that was a big mistake. 2K, people talk about Live 14 being a, a disappointment. I actually felt 2K14 next gen, or this current gen, whatever, was a bit of a disappointment at the time. The way it went, they, they introduced my GM, but they didn't have the traditional approach of my league that until next year in 2K15. And it was all VC oriented and everything. And they didn't have roster, proper roster editing and everything. So I think they need really need to avoid that this time, and live definitely needs to. Whatever you know, whatever happens with live, but even with two K, I felt they took a few steps back when they went into this generation. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be the next thing is making that jump to the generation without losing anything, because it always seems like something gets lost in translation. Um, other things I suppose they could do historical seasons. You could play through historical seasons. Go back and play last season and play through the whole thing again. You know. Yeah. Change uh, the outcome. You know. You know. You know, if you're a Warriors fanboy, you know, you, you can try and prevent the injuries of um, KD you, you and rewrite history, and yeah, play. yeah, certainly, or, you know, if any team, or, you can, uh, yeah, cancel a trade that happened earlier in the season or, or whatever, yeah, ab- absolutely, or if you could even play through, a, I mean, it'd be hard with the, with the licensing rights and everything, but if they could manage it, they could do some really cool stuff with retro seasons. Mm. Um, it, it is just getting the manager to the license, but... Anyway, looking forward to that in 2K20. Uh, it's not just about modes, of course. We're reliably informed on uh, on Twitter every day with the discussions. And, of course, we certainly do care about gameplay. Uh, and we have our first look at gameplay in NBA 2K20, Ben, with the uh, Next Is Now trailer. Yeah. When, um, popped up. And there was, it was funny. There was a, there was a bit of a leak uh, before 2K got to actually officially release it and that. So, yeah. Uh, Is it 2K China put it out early? I, I think... I think so. I know, um, or Japan or something. I know Japan or like the. I know from what I saw the PlayStation blog in one of the in one of those countries had it first than that, or like a few hours beforehand. It, 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 I, it, it I, before the before the official US yeah. launch, basically, it, it did. So that is the the next is now trailer. 
It features a lot of the duos from the, the new duos that have formed this offseason. LeBron James, um, Anthony Davis, Davis. Uh, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, um, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, a lot of other Team K- Team 2K players, Giannis Tecumpo, uh, Jason Tatum, Zion Williamson, of course, is, is yeah. there. Uh, one thing I did note is that there wasn't any WNBA players, even though they've been confirmed in the early teaser. They didn't, didn't yeah. show that. Yeah, which was surprising. I, mean, I think we saw a female ref before we saw a, a WNBA player. I suppose they might be waiting to, to really show, especially if they're going to do something with the WNBA as far as having a season mode. They're probably going to want to have that as its own trailer. Yeah. They, I mean, it is NBA 2K at the end of the day, so they're probably going to, always going to spotlight current NBA players as well and not the Legends, um, especially since Legends have kind of been shuffled into the back. We don't have a historical mode for them anymore, sadly. Did talk about that in the Monday tip-off last week, if you want to check that out. Um, it's... <sighs> I guess some people were a bit miffed because they said gameplay is coming tomorrow and people expected it to be raw gameplay or kind of an insight into gameplay or a demonstration of gameplay as such, where it's, again, it's it's trailer, which is a nice slick trailer. It always is a slick production, but it's gameplay from a, from cinematic angles, is it not? So it's, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of cool highlights and whatnot, which is nice, but again, it doesn't really show how the game plays as such. You know, that's, I guess, something that they keep for the live streams. Um, I didn't expect anything more than a trailer, uh, and it was it's around the time that the first trailer usually drops anyway. I think if we go back to last year, it was probably around when, when the 2K19 trailer dropped. Yeah. But uh, something that was pointed out in the forum that's kind of cool on the sidelines, if you saw, Ben, some of the players on the bench are wearing different shirts. Okay. Different warm-ups, um, which, which you'll see in the NBA as well. Some of them may be wearing the jackets, some just wearing the... Long sleeve shirts or or just a t-shirt, yeah. Which, look, doesn't affect gameplay that much, but I I will say that little stuff like that, they're nice details, and they do add to the experience at the end of the day, so it was cool to see little details like that. And that's what you see in this trailer, because again, you can't really evaluate, oh, look at the strategy, look at the AI. uh, (laughs) You're seeing ankle breakers and dunks and blocks and things, so it's which all look nice and everything. Although I will say, from some of the dunks... Uh, that they still don't have the rim interactions right in this uh, yeah. this motion system, and oddly, that is one thing that Live does better than 2K. If you look at the rim interactions on Dunks in Live, you know they're, they're not perfect, especially on some of the animations. But there's a lot of animations in Live where they're really grabbing the rim properly, and and yeah, oddly better than 2K, considering that 2K usually has better animations. Yeah, I mean, it's just one little bit more that they've got to do just to refine it. Um... Yeah, so uh, who knows? You know how there'll be any tweaks between, because you know this trailer probably would be really at least a month old. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's the most stable build that they can put together that's, yeah. uh, that's looking good. Uh, the lighting effects that we've seen uh, in the screenshots look pretty much the same. So maybe, uh, maybe less bullshitting than we thought. Hopefully. Well, I mean, it, it was more that they turned off the the lighting. In the from the previous gen, like the previous game, I should say, um, that, that was the trick that they were doing. They were just sort of toning down or the lighting, and and whereas the lighting looked more like plasticky, clay like kind of thing. When the... yeah, yeah, just the skin looked a little bit drier and and stuff like that. But when you when you consider it that they they were in the same technique the year before, you know, looking at it, it was like wait they're 
like you could actually see the comparison between the photo or the screenshots and that it was like well um the previous year's one in the previous year's teaser and that has a similar kind of shine and reflections and sweat yeah but it but in the comparison (laughs) yeah yeah, they've just taken it out in that sort of sense so yeah that was yeah, that that was more where the the bullshotting was in 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 those ones and that. So, yeah, but it, accentuating the changes a little bit artificially, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just trying to trick you into thinking that there's a lot more making last that, year look worse but than it than it yeah. was, or yeah, a bit of both. Apart from that, you know, it's a trailer, and it's <laughs> it's a trailer, and, and and that's kind of how it's come this generation. And we've talked about it before. It's very hard to top the OMG trailer because that made us say OMG, because it was such a leap forward. We're reaching the end of the generation now. We've seen the graphics are pretty good. I mean, people can we can nitpick, and, and, and certainly I think things like the jerseys still have that bit of a painted-on look, I think, at the moment. Um, yeah, but, I think for me, like the main thing with the jerseys is there's sort of a natural sort of tummy, like the, the fold in the middle of the, like sort of around where the middle of the numbers are there's like a sort of a unnatural bulge sort of like in your when you, when you sit with pants and trousers and stuff that sort of yeah it, yeah yeah it, it sort of has not, not sitting properly yeah it, it's or it's very unnatural looking in terms of things that it just doesn't drape around how you anticipate no, the, it. the physics and the modeling doesn't seem yeah quite right so, yeah yeah i see i see what you mean a few people have pointed that out so there's, there's things like that that can improve as far as the quality of, of the visuals. Game, I still think, looks exceptional. Again, we grew up with very primitive graphics compared yeah. to what we have now. Um, it, it really is about how the game plays and how it feels. And it, and it's hard to, to glean that from a trailer that, that shows gameplay from a cinematic angle. Again, you can comment a little bit on background details like the like the bench. It's cool to see. Cool to see some of the moves and, of course, see all the, all the fancy dribbling and whatever. And they brought back interaction with the stanchion. They sort of yes, yes. Considering um, pre- I can't remember if it was it was too bad this year, but I remember for two K eighteen, it was just you just clip through it no matter what. There was, I think there was a little bit this year with it. So they've they've fixed the the collision detection and clipping with that, which is a big step forward because you know that was something that they were you know, very prominent, and they took the piss out of NBA Live when they showing that, you know, they had interactions with the rim, I think, for 16 or something like that, and then it just went missing in 17 for in 2K and that. So, mm. yeah, it was like... Well, uh, somebody pointed out that the Live 19 trailer showed that a lot, the interaction yeah. with the stairs, and that was a big thing last year with Live 19 was environmental interactions, if you recall. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I and, guess and, they're and going I, something and, similar, yeah. And, you know... Again, they were doing things like that with Live 18 as well. Like, like I remember being yeah at, at the event and, that, and seeing the ball hit a player in the head and, and the first time, and you seeing the actual head, and then even the eyes roll back. It was like holy, holy shit! It was like they cut that, and then yeah, obviously yeah. the first time seeing you know when someone got Draymond to where they were hitting the nuts and that, and they actually reacted to it. it was like okay, they've added these cool details and it's like, yeah, so, you know, if there's that kind of stuff as well. The only thing, like, in terms of 2K that I really want them to see improve on is a lot of the loose ball situations with the unnatural or not 
Um, not so much unnatural, but uh, can scenarios would that be? I mean, yeah, that, that's, like that's the, my the, big the, thing at the moment. The diving for the ball in what wouldn't be correct situations, you know, especially if you're close to the line, you, you wouldn't dive for it that way. You you try and leap, and you know, try and jump just before out of bounds, and then try and flick the ball back in. You know, just more contextually right animations for the situations, being more aware of, like the players being more aware of like the sidelines and stuff are, and yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think that would be a good thing for them to work on. I think that's something that they've really got to do as well. Like even live a little bit. I mean, I think live may have done it a little bit better in in the last two years, because uh, yeah, that those some of those dives for the loose ball and you really don't end up getting it or you just dive straight over the line it's like yeah they got to they've got to work on that stuff a little bit more i think that's one of the things that i'd like to see moving forward um that they could do uh yeah just well, contextually appropriate yeah, contextually appropriate animations uh, also the can situations if you look at rebounding in particular Oh, yeah. you, you go up and you, you go into instant replay and you can see that your player will just spot right through the ball because it's decided that somebody else has gotten the ball. Yeah, And, and I know like it's easy, easier said than done to create dynamic physics and everything, dynamic ball physics and, and realistic uh, real-time physics, whatever, ragdoll and everything else. It's, it's easier said than done, but it looks very artificial at the moment. Like you can, you can see that. Oh, that was predetermined. I was never going to get that rebound. You know, even though I was in position for it, even though my hand literally passed through the ball. You know, I, I should have, I should have stolen that rebound from the teammate, basically. But it gets drawn into the teammate or the opponent a lot of the times. It, more frustratingly, uh, some of the canned turnovers where it looks like, and, and you know, you know that it's, it happens in the NBA the, these mistakes but it really happens at very contrived times where it's clearly like, oh, okay, yes, we need to have a mistake now kind of yep. thing. So making it seem more organic, I mean, making it completely organic is easier said than done, but it's more of the appearances. It's the smoke and mirrors that you need to put up. And right now uh, you can see the magician pulling things out of his sleeve if if that if that uh, analogy works for you. You, know, yep. you. you can see the work being done. You can, you can see the trick. And, and, and it... You need to. Uh, I think that's something else in next gen that they can really work on. I would hope is is really hiding those mechanics, if not having full on um, uh, dynamic uh, physics, you know, <laughs> off the off the bat. I suppose uh, things like that. And uh, can, can can I make it like just well, sure. ask a question, regards? Do you think like how they've incorporated like a shot meter and stuff for like layups and shots? Do you think maybe something like that for passing? Um, you know, sort of the whole the. I guess maybe the harder or the longer you press the button, you know, determines how hard the pass will be or maybe how, like, especially if it's got, like, an over-the-head pass, you know, that will yeah, have, okay. have more of an do effect. You, do you add, add strength to the passing kind of thing? Yeah. Um, do you think things like that could... I think you'd have to do that with the modifier, with turbo, with sprint, because, yeah. you've, because you look at the passing controls and some of them you have to double-tap. Yep. So how do you do it? Like a strong double tap kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so you'd really have to do have a modifier, which which I think you could do with sprint. It would make sense because sprint, you know, the sprint and turbo has always been a you know, a modifier to a certain extent. So you could do it that way. Um, y- yeah. Uh, it, it's I think it's really a case of balance. Certainly balancing mechanics like takeover and things like yeah. that, especially online. Um, they're gonna have to do it. I mean, even if we're giving it away, I, I still want the game to be good for the people who are. Uh, who, who can stomach it even though we can't anymore um 
so I, I want to see those legacy issues worked on with gameplay and, and i think that's why a lot of people do get disappointed uh, of these trailers obviously again it's hard to have the same impact they had at the beginning of the generation with the omg trailer because we've seen how good the game looks already we've seen yeah. these things so that being said it, it does hype people up i mean you see a lot of people saying i'm hyped and unfortunately i think a lot of those same people they're going to get the game and it, after a month of it they're going to be talking about the gameplay issues that aren't fixed and it's like well you you could have seen it coming <laughs> a fancy trailer doesn't mean that there weren't going to be issues and and no game is perfect don't get me wrong um, but that but that as always is going to be the key and it's the hands-on impressions and people who hands-on impressions pre-release hands-on impressions from people who are honest about the game because yep. there's, there's a lot of shills out there we're not going to name names but there are shills you know um and and they'll just say oh it's great and they'll basically parrot the talking points that 2k wants and they'll talk about how it's improved and then the game comes out, and then all these legacy issues. And, and, and to be fair, if you are playing a pre-release version, sometimes they give you a version that doesn't have those is- an issue that pops up again later on. I think you and I have both experienced that at Community Events for Live. You yep. know that, that uh, the finished product sometimes oddly doesn't feel as good as what you played, you know, as an in-progress build, and that's really weird. But it is it is the way it goes. Uh, but there are definitely people who I think are more about promoting the game and, and going after clout in the community than uh, than really giving honest feedback not only to the developers but also an honest impressions to the community which I, just the community is such a disservice uh, so it'll come down to honest impressions pre-release uh, post-release it'll come down to what we find out ourselves on the sticks um, it is the last well it's, it's the last game before the next generation comes out uh, do you think they'll they'll keep releasing uh, ps4 x1 versions when, when you came out because they usually do for a few years at least yeah, I, I definitely, year. I, I can, I can definitely see two K doing it for at least two, maybe three years. NBA Live, or I don't even know if they'll do a cross gen version. I think, given how small the team is, and the priority, hmm, I, I think uh, just, I think Live would just move on. But I, I do see two yeah. K supporting it for at least a little bit longer because if nothing else, it's probably going to be slightly downgraded graphics or, or you know, mm. t- turning off. Uh, Sort of certain visual effects, etc. So it could be. Could be I mean, it'll have it, a lot of the architecture will be similar in a lot of ways, right? right? But yeah, it'd just be yeah. So there'll be some differences in 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 doing it, but you know, being x eighty six and stuff like that, and yeah, there'll be a little bit of things that they can they'll be able to do in terms of cross gen. But yeah, I think there'll be uh, obviously. In, in regards to AI and visuals and a few other things, there'll be definitely some things that they'll have to tone down for, uh, like... Prior gen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what, is, what is current and will soon become prior gen, basically, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, oh, Revise Live. I know, do, do we go in... That one now. Well, we might as well. I mean, I, I don't really have much else to say about 2K20. It's, it's a gameplay Same. trailer. Not nice, yeah. slick trailer. It's always a great production. Uh, at this stage, it's very hard to get excited because we, we were, we're aware of the the legacy issues and yeah. what's bothered us, and we know that the game is going to look great and that it's going to look pretty much like it did last year, which is still, which is to say, still pretty damn good. You know, yeah. you know, people say, "Oh, these are cartoonish PS2 graphics." I'm like, oh no. The PS2 not, <laughs> live or 2K, the PS2 cannot do it this well. We did not see it this well. Um, so that, that is the gameplay trailer. You can check it out. Leave your uh, comments. Uh, join in the discussion in the forum and so forth. Uh, but yes, speaking of live, we do have 
some news, and, and it didn't come from EA themselves. And, and I think that, as people have pointed out on Twitter, Ben, is a big problem, is that we heard this from Polygon, which you know, Polygon obviously breaking a lot of stories and, and uh, covering games as, as they do. That's what they do. But the fact that EA has been so quiet, their plans, the situation with Live is really something we needed to hear from them. Uh, we didn't. But basically, uh, Live 20, which was confirmed earlier this year in a financial report back in May for uh, quarter two, is now listed as a quarter three release, uh, indicating a release between October 1st and December 31st, 2019. So it's not coming out at the same time as uh, as 2K, which is uh, September 6th. It will be at the earliest, um, early October, I would imagine. Uh, but no, no further word apart from that. And uh, EA, uh, when, when Polygon reached out to EA, they were told the company is, uh, quote, planning a different approach to NBA Live this year, and they'll have more to share in the quarter ahead. So this has naturally got a lot of people talking. Uh, it's, I guess, the best part about it, Ben, though the best news, the best positive spin we can put on it is that Live 20 has not been cancelled, and even saying it's delayed when there wasn't even an original release date for it is kind of uh, splitting hairs on, a, on, on the uh, nomenclature there. But the point is that like, there, there is something planned, apparently, for the uh, the third quarter, for the third financial quarter, October 1st to December 31st. Probably going to be called NBA Live 20, or that's what it's listed as. Uh, but it's going to be something with a different approach. And I, I don't know about you, Ben, but I think that the thing that worries me most is not so much the later release, but that different approach. Yeah, I think that's... That's a... Uh... Red flag. That's yeah, yeah. I was trying to find a, like a warning. Or, yeah, so red, red flag is probably definitely more the word I was looking for. And it's like this. This does not sound good. Uh, in, in a positive sense, yeah, it does not sound good in terms of things. Because yeah, like we've stated, I think that the the direction that they've taken with just focusing on the one um, and and ignoring the other modes or not adding the depth that they needed to, and then. Uh, yeah, I think, or not. Yeah, or not adding any more to it and that sort of thing. Or like, again, what they've had, they've had the WNBA license for two two years already, and they really didn't take it far enough. You know, um, to where they, sh- they could be doing. And like we stated, that we think Two K would probably do something with it, big and bold in its first year of with them having it. So. Mm. Yeah, it, it it is concerning um, at this point of what they're going to do. Uh, right, pe- people are talking about free to play, or you know, like yeah, a Fortnite kind yeah. of situation. All kinds of things have come up. Uh, a move away from the NBA side of things. I think that's a, a big mistake. I, I think yeah. that is doomed to fail. Uh, if if they've polled the community and or polled people in the community, and that's what they've been told. I, I think they've been listening to the wrong people. To be honest, I, I think they've been yeah. pushing aside a lot of the long-time NBA Live fans who remember when NBA Live was a strong brand and really good, you know, and and for that matter, those of us that go right back to the days when it was the brand, uh, you know, before 2K came along and before 2K was even really established, you know, I, funny, I, I saw <laughs> I saw uh, on GameFAQs a, 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 um, a fact for NBA Live, uh, sorry, NBA 2K, the original NBA 2K, and talking about basically giving it, giving it 10 out of 10 in every category and talking about how it's so much better than Live, and you know, Live 2000 was a really good game. You know, a fantastic game for its era. So it was kind of a biased uh, anti-EA stance even back then in 1999, uh, 20-odd years ago. So that, that bias has always been there and against Live and, and EA's products, of course. But, but Live was, at the time, doing fantastic things. And we remember that. And we remember what made Live so great and so com- 
made it competitive with 2K, even when it was struggling in the early 6th uh, gen. 6th gen with... with um... Or well, seventh gen was uh, seventh gen because we're in gen eight. Okay, so the seven, early seventh gen when it went to three sixty and was struggling. Even then, it was still keeping up and doing things that people were saying, okay, you know, it's not they haven't got it right yet, but a lot of this good stuff is still there, you know. Yeah, and, and we're still enjoying it, and it was still keeping up with two K in sales up until the the switch in live 09, two K nine, and and then live ten seemed to be on the right track. But they've just tried these different approaches, NBA Elite eleven. Uh, some of the approaches with the one in recent years, the focus on that. Um, and, and it's not moving the needle in sales, I, I would have to imagine. It's not improving the quality of the game as a whole. Gameplay's not where it needs to be. Modes are definitely not where they need to be across the board. Uh, taking steps backwards in cases like Ultimate Team. Uh, so all these different approaches and trying to reinvent the wheel every couple of years and everything, it's just pushing the game further and further back. And it's not making it the alternative that people want. People would like an alternative to 2K, but it's not giving them to, to be an alternative to 2K. Live needs to do needs to offer some of the things that 2K does in its own way, and it's not doing that right now. We've yeah. said this before. Yeah, um, it, it it needs to do those and then improve on the things that 2K are getting wrong with. Yeah, those things and there's areas where they could do it. You know, with the whole micro mode, you're not having it not so focused on microtransactions and that grind and, or a story. Yeah. Yeah, it's not grindy. You know, it's it, or if if they do a story, they could do it. How how successful like um, FIFA the journey? Yeah, the FIFA and uh, even the Matter one was yeah. apparently pretty good as well. You know, they have the ability to do it, and you know, do and and do it in in a because they were slightly different ways. Like it was more, especially the FIFA one. You know, with Alex Hunter and that. You know, it was more. Uh, you know, it wasn't exactly you in that. But you know, it rep- there was an actual person in that, yeah, and yeah. He, he was telling their story in that sort of sense. So, you know, and it was done really well um, in, in for the two or three years that they've run with it in that. So, I think they they have the opportunity to do it and to do, to do things slightly differently or improve the things that Two K were getting wrong, and Two K has has given them plenty of opportunity to. Like they haven't technically, in terms of some of the decisions that they've made, and that haven't really. They left the door open, basically. Yeah, but it's just basically just it. EA has basically just it, missed the mark, and and uh, I'm trying the ball. not to. Yeah, yeah dropped, I was trying not to swear here in that in this case, but yeah, yeah it's, it has been. <laughs> they dropped the ball, yeah, and I mean free to play. If if it's still focusing on the one, it could work and. I can't see how a free-to-play game would actually satisfy what a lot of people want out of live and what, what people yeah. want live to be. That's, like, that's I, the only I, issue. I'm, I'm not saying it, it couldn't it, work, because NBA Live Mobile is very popular. So I'm not saying it can't work. I don't think it necessarily is going to be the success story, especially that mobile is, because mobile games, you you accept mobile. But this is a AAA console game, right? Yeah. So if they make it free-to-play, is it going to have the franchise mode and the ultimate team that people want? I, I don't think so. And, and how much pay to win is it going to be? And I saw Agent in a video he just released uh, yesterday from the time we were recording it, and he was suggesting that the game go free to play. I'm like, no. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's... I, I see what people are saying with that. Um, and again, because NBA Live Mobile has worked so well for, for the company and kept the brand alive, but I, I, I don't see it being... I don't see it being successful, and... It's why it concerns me more because look, a late release is not great, 
But here's the thing: if it release it, if it releases, let's say a month, six weeks after two K twenty, that's about when people. First of all, that's going to be closer to the beginning of the season. Yeah, this so, is actually a point I was going to bring so, up as well. So, so, so that could actually be a positive. And also, it's kind of bad after a month or six weeks that people have played the hell out of a game, realize some of the flaws in it. You know, cause there's that initial, you know, when you, everyone gets the game, it's like, oh, yeah, this is awesome, this is so much better than last year. Then you played it for a few weeks, and you're like, oh, and there's all those legacy issues coming back again. So, I mean, yeah, so there could be some buyer's remorse in that sort of sense. <laughs> so it, they could, it, if it comes in a few weeks after 2K, you can swoop in and, and get some of that crowd that's... That's saying, you know, oh, you know, 2K is not really what we wanted it to be. The previews. Can, can I trade this in? Kind of and, stuff. And this yeah. is speculating. I mean, look, 2K20 could be an amazing game. I'm not saying 2K20 is not going to be, you know, a very good game in its own right and and overall and whatever. Uh, but if but anyone who is has played 2K and have, has, I mean, there's going to be some legacy issues in 2K. That 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 prediction I will stick with, basically. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, you know, because they have a year to work on the game, so they can't get everything right within the space of a year. That would be an unrealistic expectation. So, of course, there's going to be some issues. So anything that we notice that, that, we, know that we don't like, uh, after a month or so, we might say, okay, well, okay, the season is starting, 2K, yeah, I'm, it's, it's been okay, but there's some issues. What is live going to do? And then if live launches, and it's, uh, it could be a good, good opportunity for the game. The delay, the later release, whatever you want to call it, postponement or whatever, doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing but this different approach scares me, and it scares me for the future of the, of the game that live could become a shell of its former self. I mean, you might say it is that already, but at least it still resembles. It's it's it, at the moment NBA Live is a bare bones NBA sim, like it could be a, you know, a street ball game. That could be what if what if that is the new thing? What if it's basically moving in the direction of becoming the next NBA Street? which I don't think is the right direction because it's halfway between being a street and a jam game, a street and live game then. So mm. this new approach, a different approach, uh, this, it goes back to what they were saying about the different demographic, uh, what they've been saying in recent years. And uh, yeah, I, I just don't see it being the right decision. And it, it's, it feels like another NBA Elite 11, why are you going in this direction kind of uh, move for, for the live. And I'm, it, it's, I, I don't want to be pessimistic uh, I want to see what happens, and, and I, I, above all, I would like live to be great again. I would love, I would love to be successful, and and where it was, and competition once more for uh, for two K, so, and, and a viable option, viable alternative, or, or something that you pick up both games because they've got, even though they do both some similar things, they also have their own different things as well. I'd love it to be like that, but it's really hard, man, to be optimistic right now. Yeah, I agree. I think. I saw speculation of like some some tweets suggesting when the actual NBA season could start, and because this year is a FIBA tournament, I think the season might be starting a little bit later in October. I think from the remember from the tweets I saw, I think it was saying like October twenty second. I'll I'll just uh, I'll double check that. Um, yeah, because it's, it's NBA season has been starting earlier the last few years. Yeah, but I, you know this year again there's a FIBA tournament like um, the World Cup and that. So I think that might change things. And uh, just, you know, so, I, I, again, I, 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 can't, I can't remember the validity, of, the validity of these tweets and that, but, yeah, I just remember the other day sort of seeing someone posting that. Uh, yeah, you are right, actually. Uh, it yeah. begins October 22nd, so a bit, about a week later than, than we did last year because it started on my birthday last year, or yeah. day after my birthday, uh, Australian time. Um 
So, so uh, yeah. yeah. And, and when was 2K releasing? Was it this? Uh, September 6th. A month, yeah, so, a month and two days from today when we're recording this. Yeah, so if you look at that time gap, you know, if... Uh, a mid to late October release is around the start of the season. So yeah, that's... Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. We've been talking about how we've felt like the, the games have been releasing earlier than they should be. Yeah, and, yeah. so I, I think that's a potential there for, what is that, four, five, six weeks extra... Yeah, about six weeks extra time Sure. to 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 fix and clean up some stuff to gold, polish yeah, the game. Yeah. yeah. So if if it if it does release in that time, that's that's no harm no foul then because yeah, like I, like we've stated in the podcast we in in that game coming out a month before the season starts, it it kind of feels wasted because uh, you know, there's there's no rust update stuff because the season hasn't started, so there's no, um, yeah, there's no ability to sort of go by any data of what what player ratings and that can change. So it, it's kind of a pointless exercise. Like if uh, it'd be, it's a it's basically you're paying for uh, an extra long uh, or month long um, beta kind of demo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's well, I mean, you start a season, as you say. You start a season, you start a my career, um, and, and you've got outdated rosters, very outdated yeah. rosters, because a lot of times the that first proper roster update doesn't come through until uh, till October, till about the season's ready to start. Mm. So you start off and you've got... I mean, again, I started off my 2K18, my career, and this is the least of my problems with 2K18, by the way, but I started it off with the Bulls, and Dwayne Wade was still there all season. And of course, mm. he, he was gone... You know, very early in the piece in, in the seventeen eighteen season. So I mean, the, you've got a very outdated game if you start, start, and of course you want to start straight away because you've got to start grinding straight away as well. So yeah, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, again, there's no there's a possible benefit for live coming out later after people have gotten a bit sick of two K possibly or are ready for an alternative. The season's ready to start, so it's a good time to launch. Yeah, but and yeah, the the fact that the, time, the timing is not the, yeah, that yeah, there's, there's a good window here, and it it. it, it the game won't feel so like dead space in terms of that timing aspect of being out so far in front of the season and that. So, yeah, I, I think if if they can get the release between that window, uh, I think it, it's potentially that's, a, that's yeah. a good opportunity there. Um, but well, I mean that th- that is the best case scenario, and, yep. and I think the timing can work for them. Uh, I mean, it does invite, as I said in the the bulletin, uh, further uh, worry and speculation, because uh, previously previously delayed games have ended up being cancelled, notably Elite Eleven and Live Thirteen. Um, Live Fifteen was delayed, but it came out uh, scheduled after a two week delay. It came out late uh, November. Was it November that came out? I think so. Yeah. After uh, originally it was supposed to be coming out mid November, it came out uh, late November. Um, the, the, but. I mean, it's it doesn't. You can understand why people may still think that it won't come out because we talked about how like pl- they were very vague about Live Seventeen slash the drive to NBA Live, and then of course they ended up just going ahead with Live Eighteen, which is probably the right call. And and you yeah. and, and you said that from what you've uh, seen at the at the community event for Live Eighteen. Um, so so you know it's it really does invite that speculation about okay, they're not really saying anything, and, and I want to come back to that. But but the, for me, it's not so much a, a potential later release because that could work for the game, could work in its favour. It is this different approach and what that means. And, and mm. to that end, 
this this is from Polygon, of course, and that was the just a couple of lines uh, from the from an EA rep that uh, that gave them that gave them some word on what was happening. Uh, but we haven't heard from EA themselves, and they've been very quiet. So it's hard to get very hyped or enthusiastic or optimistic about the game because you know they're saying we're going to hear more about it in the next quarter. But really, the time is is now to start mm. at least saying, okay, there is something coming. It's going to be a bit later. And uh, this is what it is, and this is what the approach is, because uh, at the moment it invites all kind of uh, pessimism and speculation, speculation and worry, and you know, clickbait galore. Of, you know, it's cancelled. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah, like I said, like we're we're we're, we're grabbing onto anything, yeah, grabbing onto anything we can get, basically. And when you grab onto anything you can get, you can get the wrong impression. And then if they're not saying anything, then it's not shutting down that speculation. So. I mean, they've got a time frame on when to say this, but I think EA really needs to address the issue and come out with some information. Yeah, and you know, one thing we've given them credit over the years with in regards to things like, especially with Sean and and that, you know, they were very communicative and you know very honest and open. You know, and even when we had him on for interviews and that, so that was one thing that they were good at. They were we've kind of lost that a bit in the last few years, unfortunately. Yeah, and. That is disheartening in that in, in that sort of there's, sense. There's a loyal community, a loyal NBA Live community, and we've seen the tweets on Twitter and you know, um, like uh, Swaggy, you know, and, and the NLVC team, obviously Prime said a lot of people, Izzy, you know, who we had on the podcast, a lot of people who will support that game and, and be very uh, you know supportive of Live and want to see Live do well, and, and everyone on the NBA, NBA Live uh, you know veterans committee and, and the stream team and everyone, you know want to see it do well as us included and, and willing to give that feedback and everything so there is a very dedicated community and not just content creators as well but also general you know basketball gaming public uh what want to have that alternative and everything and, and but but want to be treated with uh with respect and, and with some transparency and, and want to hear some good news and and it, and the thing is even if there's bad news we want to hear it we don't want to be left hanging so i think they really could have handled it better it, it probably shouldn't have come down to polygon uh breaking this story although i'm glad they did so we've at least got some kind of um, you know, some kind of clarity on it as much as we do, yeah, or as little, or as, little as we do. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would like that more transparency. I would really like live to be what, the game that I want it to be, basically. And you can say, "Oh, you're an old head and you've got old ideas," but again, we remember when NBA Live was really good, and we've got. I think we have. In fact, I know we have brilliant ideas, as many of us in the community do, and as the individuals I mentioned before in the community do as well. And, and lots of other people playing the game, and you look over on Reddit, great ideas as well. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of people that aren't interested in the game and want to see it succeed, and are willing to give that feedback. It, it's about listening to the right people and and, tr- and giving us something basically, and uh, you know, giving us giving us this great version of NBA Live that we hope we're going to see at some point. And we've said before we wanted NBA Live 20 and hoped it would be a huge release. And when I hear when I hear different approach, Ben, I don't know that it's going to be a great release and that's that make that's you know i was gonna say it makes me sad if people go oh you're getting sad of a video game well kind of you know it's a, a, a passion of mine a hobby and you know we've obviously played live for 25 years now so it, it does bump me out a bit that uh, a series with so much history and that we really need that alternative to 2k because not everything that 2k are doing is great you know we mm. obviously we at the top of the show we were talking about things they weren't doing so hot so we the fact that we need that alternative it it bums me out to think that we could be 
seeing the end of live or the end of live as we know it. Uh, and again, that's get, that's buying into some of this worry and speculation. But it's so hard not to when you hear things like that, and it's hard not to grab onto something like that and wonder what it means and kind of worry. Yeah, I mean, like when I heard the news, it was like maybe. Maybe they shouldn't have focused on a release for this year. Maybe they should have just focused entirely to get the block, the building blocks right for, for next gen. Because we don't want them to go through another situation with like how Live 06 or 07 turned out to even, you know, Live 14 and that. We, we want them to come out strong for the, for the next generation. So if it was... We, and and not be a missed opportunity when they were going through the high like when they were going through the rebuilding phase from Elite Eleven to Life Life Fourteen in the end that there was just that was a wasted opportunity um, from from well what was going to be Life Thirteen at the time but yeah it was just yeah it was just a wasted opportunity they had that all that time and they could have just focused on building this all round game. I mean, I know they were going through the relocation phase, but you know, the two, the, the extra, well, the fact that it was basically three, four years, it was like there was just this extra time that they could have just, yeah, they, it was, uh, it, it's it, heartbreaking. It's, 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 it, it, it is, it is, because it. you know, and, and even if they'd gone back to NBA Live Ten and updated that for to be NBA Live Twelve and continued on from there. Like yeah. how much better this generation would have been for live if they'd done that, you know, yeah. even something as simple as that would have gotten the series back on track instead of reinventing the wheel. Uh, to, but to that point, I, I thought about that, you know, taking this year off and just coming back strong on the next generation. But then that's what they tried to do, as you said, last generation, this generation yeah. and, and stopping. Okay. Cause live 13 originally was going to be 360 and PS3. So they, they scrapped that and decided we're just going to go ahead. Next gen launch, launch title, as they did with Live 14, we know how that went, as you said. Um, if they were to do that this time with PS5 and the next Xbox, do you think they'd have enough goodwill, having missed yet another year? I mean, would they have enough goodwill and momentum? And that's the thing that to, to not release anything for Live 20 and then say, "Oh yes, we're coming back next generation," are people going to say, "So what?" You know, that that's the problem with with this. Well, I think mm. with, with 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 skipping Live 20, that that's the potential problem there. I think if they were able to achieve and do something to the level of that what that OMG trailer did it I for 2K and that I think there is a chance it's like it, it would grab people's attention and go oh wait what, what's this over here you know what, have, what have, have you been bring it yeah that, that's that's but fair yeah I, I think I think if if they got their cards right got everything they needed have the have the resources that they needed had the extra amount of stuff that they need to do and yet, yeah, and not piss fart and waste the opportunity, or, yeah. you know, just drop the ball in that sort of sense. I, I, I think there could be a slight chance, like a, a, a strong way to start the next generation for them. I, I, I won't say like it'll be like a ten million strong sort of thing in terms of sales and that, but it would definitely. Get, get people's a, attention. I, I think, yeah. yeah. If they could, uh, if they could show it, and it had the, if they had the like an OMG trailer, a Live Is Back trailer, you know, call it, and um, and and if it was, if it had the modes and had the gameplay, and you could show it, yeah, you know, I, I suppose 
if you can demonstrate that you've got it, people will give it a chance. You know, I, yeah. I suppose. Because the the only other downside to this delay, like, well, the main downside that's going to be occurring with this, this delay is, and depending how long this delay will be, uh, it will hurt the development cycle for 2021. Yes, yes. And, you know, and again, if, if they're going to be focusing on a next-gen build, how much more work is that going to be with, you know, having, making sure they have the engine that's capable for the upgrade and all that stuff? Um, well, I, based on the, on the release, I'm guessing it's probably going to be November next year, So, the, 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 in which case the, the games are going to come out after the season begins. Yeah, which, which... Still, you want as much, especially, you know, again, you're going, cross, you're going to a new generation. You oh, want, for sure. You want as much time as possible. If you can get at the extra one or two months, you'd want that. And that way you just... Yeah, absolutely. You know, because we've seen a lot of things that, you know, potentially been cut out just because of time restraints and stuff like that. And it's like, well, yeah, it, it'd just be... Yeah. I mean, that's, that is them, the thing, you want yeah. to have You want them to have that time. And... About a dev cycle when it, when it is so riveted. I mean, to go back to... Uh, to, to promote a Friday Five I wrote the other week, you know, what was going to happen with NBA Jam on Fire Edition. Create a team and create a player. Um, uh, that was quite actually quite cool to, re- to reveal it after all these years, Ben. Um, I, might, I might even might even post the full unedited Q and A since I don't think it's going to I don't think I'm going to get in trouble anymore for doing that because uh, uh, sadly the team was disbanded shortly after on Fire Edition was uh, was released. Um, yeah, and that doesn't look like they're going to do anything with Jam moving forward. So maybe might be able to reveal a few more tidbits about about that. But um, anyway, go back and check out that Friday Five. The other thing that's being talked about right now, as far as Live Twenty or, or more so Live Nineteen. The possibility of DLC for, that basically updates Live 19 for the 2020 season. What do you think about that? Uh... See, see, I think it's uh, it depends on how much, how much it costs, and how much they can add. Because if mm. they could add some like new content and a bunch of new animations and all the rosters, because they have updated the rosters for the off season, which was one of the first things people raised their eyebrows about, of course. Mm. Um, so if they push, they don't have the rookies. But if they obviously, if DLC might pay for the licensing update, the updated license, I suppose, for the rookies. Um, so if they push that through, if they push through maybe some new modes or something like that, you know, for twenty, twenty, thirty dollar DLC, probably going to be fifty dollars in Australian because that's the way it goes with <laughs> us. But if they did that, half price game DLC that basically updates Live tw- Live Nineteen to Live Twenty for a new year, that would also be a quote different approach, and. Mm. If they did that, you know, make sort of like make uh, turn live nineteen into live twenty. Uh, I mean, that's kind of going into the live service, uh, you know, games as a service kind of model, and or yeah. you know, like like the Microsoft Office, you know, Office three sixty five updating every year kind of thing. That would be a different approach. If they could do that and push through the kind of content and modes every year, and you know, NBA Live became an annual release, but it's not NBA Live eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one. It's NBA Live. DLC pack, you know, that edition. Live, live, in other words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, live 365. Um, <laughs> um, that, what about that approach? Ooh. See, I, I, I mean, again, I, I think that would be better for this year. I mean, it, it could, it would be better than releasing nothing, but then yeah. it, it would be a shame to lose seasons then. Like, because you can yeah. pop in, I mean, if I want to play, if I want to replay the 2006 season, and feeling nostalgic, I can pop, I can pop in Live 06 PC, 
and play it with original mm. rosters. So it, it would suck to lose Live 19, if you know what I mean. I think that, yeah. for me, that would be the problem. Yeah. Um, I, I can see the good and bad out of it. Um, I, I think I think it depends on A, or A the cost, B, how long this potential delay will be, uh, you know, whether that would be in the end, like a couple of weeks to a couple of months, then you could maybe do like a $5 thing, maybe like for, you know, a uh, slight update here and there kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe a, a transfer or, you know, if they do $10, maybe you get a couple of dollar discount or a, a few bonus perks for Life 20 when it comes out eventually and stuff like that for being supportive and patient mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. I think it depends on their approach with it. I, th- I think there's some ways they could it could work. And, yeah, and, again, I think it comes down to how long this delay is going to be. If, if it's if in the end they just go, screw it, we'll just start fresh for next gen, um, then, yeah, they could probably do it a little bit more, like the tender to ten to fifteen dollar mark, um, so about twenty dollars here, um, thirty maybe, because <laughs> you know it it's, uh, it costs so much to ship it via cables over yeah <laughs> digitally. Um, with that, yeah. with this, with this in mind, um, live up in the air seems like something's going to come out in the third quarter, in, in the in the final um, you know three months of the uh, of, of twenty nineteen, third financial quarter. Um, what it is, how they do it, whether it's going to be free to play, whether it's going to be an update for Live 19, whether it's going to be just a, a revamp of, of, of the brand, but a traditional release, but just a revamp of their approach to the release. You know, it remains to be seen, and we do hope that we hear more news and more concrete news uh, from EA. I mean, we can certainly reach out to them ourselves and see what we can hook up, but I don't think they're ready to talk about it yet, sadly. And hopefully, when they do, it is transparent and, and hopefully good news. Uh, but my question to you is. For me, I mean, I'm the primary content creator uh, for the NLSC, so I and also a collector, so I get the games every year, regardless. Uh, mm. So I'm I'm getting NBA 2K20. You know, I'll probably I'll probably pre-order it at the last second to get the bonuses, and then you know, just you know have it there. Um, that being said, with this news with Live uh, 20, or whatever whatever's happening with Live, I know you've said before that you haven't really or you weren't sure about getting 2K20, or you might skip out on it. Could you see yourself getting 2K now that uh, that live may, the situation with live is up in the air to get your fix for the, the 2020 season? Would, would does that change your, uh, your your approach, your 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 willingness? I suppose your willingness to get uh, 2K20. I think there'd be a couple of factors that would decide it. Obviously, I won't get it at launch. Right. I yep. think I think it'll be a wait and see how the monetization factor, uh, how how grindy it is, um, if some of the fact, um, yeah, uh, if st- the online stability factor or, you know, what they've done to the, to the online side of things in terms of, you know, program. Because, you know, if, if there might be that chance, you know, if it, if it is okay, if it is a good game, you know, and some of the guys do decide. All right, we might give it another run. Yeah. You know, I, I consider it for that. Uh, if if I can get the game cheap, like I did for when it was Black Friday, or if, 
or if they do like that three dollar deal. Yep. Um, three dollars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, I, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it totally wrecked the service of my team, but still, <laughs> as far as from, from a consumer point of view, it was definitely, yeah. you know, well, it's a game worth more than $3, so yeah, it was good. Uh... Yeah, it depends, too, like, if, if I, I mean, obviously the focus for this year won't entirely be, if I remain to get it, it won't be to, to play the career mode, like Same. what you're going to, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it'd be... Start fresh with some other stuff, and not not have, worry about the grind or the VC aspect of the game. Um, I think that'd be a nice change of pace where I can just play to play and enjoy instead of just playing to grind. Because uh, I think the work factor has burned us out on the game. That working oh, yeah. to have a player that's viable to to play with. It, it's yeah. Um, and if I'm, I'm not saying that people don't enjoy it, and if you enjoy it, great. I mean that that's what you would want out of a game but for us it's you know uh, certainly for me and i think for you too that it, it's it's just been too much work and it hasn't it hasn't been an enjoyable journey i've enjoyed mm. playing my career and doing the records getting some records and everything but you know if, apart from that as far as grinding for a player for uh for online and, and for online to then not even feel good once you get there you know it, it yeah it, it's been just disappointing and I suppose I couldn't shut the door on playing online again. I mean, I, I would at least want to see what it's like, if only just, you know, so I could give a good appraisal, a, a fair appraisal of the game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I just can't see myself dedicating the same time to my career in online as did I have in recent years, because it's it's a lot of work for for a mode that hasn't felt as fun. And, yeah. and what, the, why... reward, the reward and enjoyment just hasn't been there in terms of... Yeah, like why, why where, push yourself to play a game you don't like yeah. when there are other things in the game, better modes that are more appealing and and we're yeah. going to feel fresher because we're kind of burned Get out. Away of, from. Yeah, yeah, it's going to feel fresher. So I am looking forward to that with with two K with with live. You know, I again just just hope that it's it's better news. And um, uh, one, one thing I will say, someone I did forget when I was making all the shoutouts before, of course, uh, Jeff Cortinas as well, doing some great work on on Twitter and his, his content, and, and naturally, uh, you know, Stephen the Live King. He's, uh, what he does with the uh, with his videos. I tell you what, if if live is going to make a strong comeback, they need to uh, get him like they do with like two K did with Shady and get yeah. the get him to do some some hype videos because uh, yeah, the Live King's uh, you know <laughs> what he does with his videos is just fantastic, um, and, and he's obviously you know like us played live for years and, and is very much you know supportive of the brand and and will also be you know again like Jeff and others and Izzy will be very honest in his critique and swaggy, uh, honest in the critique and you know saying you know this is what the game needs to do to get better not hating on the game but you know good mm. constructive criticism which is what we try to do as well of course with our wish list and everything so again a lot of a lot of great people in the nba live community who want the game to succeed um and hopefully ea can uh yeah can can deliver at some point on, on that because we we have been patient and they have made steps and sometimes even strides in the right direction but uh this different approach man uh, has me has me worried, but I suppose if nothing else, uh, hopefully 2K20 will uh, will will be you know will, will be able to provide an experience. If even if it is, I do have to go back to franchise, which which I am you know I am looking forward to doing, going back to my league, going going back to the franchise experience. But uh, it, it's a good thing we have 2K. It's a good thing we, it's not a Madden situation where it's exclusive because uh, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, it you know at least we do have that one strong title, even if we do even if it does some things we don't like. 
Yeah, I mean, again, it's sort of alluding, asking to your question. That, yeah, it's, it's 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 going to be a few factors that determine whether I am to get it. You know, price, reviews, uh, just the general sentiment of the game and how the grind aspect of it. I mean, like I said in previous podcasts, I was actually, the initial goal was to give the game a skip this year and see what they do for next gen. Uh, so yeah, just basically take a year off and, and see what the new the new versions and that will be for, for next gen and where they might try and take the games from there. Um, if if that's what ends up happening this year, still like if I don't feel like, then again, you know, if the interest is not there in terms of things um, to sort of justify, like, and you know, if they don't have the, a really good sale. Um, then yeah, it, it probably won't pique my interest enough to to pick it up because I don't I, I don't feel like paying full price for probably what I might end up just doing in the game in that sort of sense. And sure. So yeah, I I think there'll be a few. I think there's a few factors, and that will determine whether I get it in in that sort of sense. So yeah, I think I think if they deliver something that's good, if it's not outrageous with it's greed and, and grind uh, if somehow they've made Prime fun again where we don't have to require five all the time you know and, yep. it, 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 and if the build like with the with the demo where the, you know it sounds like you can test a few different builds and that to find the right player that, that you think will suit you that that's a good positive there if there's proper, uh, proper matchmaking yeah yeah uh yeah, just just some of those factors could determine again whether I go. Okay, I'll bite. But yeah, that that it's it's for me. It's just wait and see. And, and it, I don't want to seem negative about it. It's just I think it would be just a refreshing break for me. And just in 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 terms of it, like because yeah, the amount of hours that I've put into the games the last couple of years, especially with playing 2k as much as i have in that yeah it, it'd be just yeah it'd just be nice to sort of step away and just go okay i need something new and something different and so whether i catch up on backlogs of games and stuff that i've been meaning to play but i think personally like with a lot of like i've been i've been playing a little bit of fortnite or a lot of fortnite lately and i think for games like like that and even a little bit of gta i think when i was playing them it was a way just for me just to sort of zone out and not focus on yeah, they're supposed anything. It's supposed to be enjoyable hobbies, you know? Yeah. You <laughs> that, know. that is the point of gaming, is that it is escapism, just like watching yeah. a movie or a TV show. So, yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, uh, and I want I want to go back to the games that I normally play. Like, I, want, I need to go back and finish God of War. I need to go finish Spider-Man. I need to um, finish the last guy and I've got Shadow of the Colossus and stuff and then I want to play Days Gone so there's uh, but my mind is just sort of because I've been so busy with all these projects and stuff and, and stuff I'm working trying to grow a brand it's just I've just wanted to sort of decompress and, and not think and and enjoy yourself basically you know yeah, not, not and, be and, frustrated by and yeah and those for me are the types of games where I can just sort of yeah, where I I'll just play, and I don't care if I in a lot of cases where if I win or not. I mean, I've had some, I especially lately since getting back from Melbourne, 
Um, I haven't had a lot of wins in, since before, just before I left and that. So it's like, so I'm not as competitive in a lot of ways as I used to be when I was playing it and that. But mm. you know, I'm just playing it just as something to do and just yeah, it, it's a zone out thing. And, and but I want to go back to what I was enjoying the story driven games and obviously then you got the last of us Steph Stranding coming out uh, and a few other games and it's like all right I need to get back into playing those games because those are the ones that I love as well so yeah, yeah. so I, mean, I think I think that could be a good break and a good opportunity for me to get back into those ones and 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 sort of step away from the games where I can just zone out for a few hours and just sort of be a mindless zombie and and, and for me I think with that's why I'd like to get into the franchise with the multiple games is, is because I can kind of lose myself in that experience and not have to worry about, oh, you know, I've got to grind this and I've got to get this much my points to get to the next cap breaker mm. and things like that. I'm just like, and this is basketball and this is, you know, oh, what, what do I do with the trades, that kind of thing? Or if I'm playing my GM, what do I do with the RPG, this conversation? Uh, yeah, or even, of course, the other games I play. And, of course, uh, you know, I've obviously heard great things about Spider-Man and actually <laughs> I thought, bring me games, games about Spider-Man. <laughs> um, so obviously, it, it, obviously there are, there are other options um, as, as it pertains to the basketball games hopefully good news over the next month or so for both 2k and we'll start hearing some good things about live I'm sure that the, the developer blogs are going to come out uh, of course ben there's always basketball classics you know we're in that game yeah yeah i guess still gotta get that off it's off steam isn't it so yep, I still um, do that. version uh, 0.8.1 has just come out which has added uh, 240 new players actually ben uh, three, nice. new, three new seasons worth of teams, 48 teams, 240 players. Uh, there's uh, signature shoes. Of course, they're more different colors and, and designs. It's 8-bit graphics, 16-bit <laughs> graphics. It's, uh, but you can see that different players have got different colored shoes now, so they stand out a bit. The uh, star players, the uh, replacements for the NBA players of the time, of course, because <laughs> it's um, uh, um, Mickey Jaden, shall we say. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, uh, no Jordan there. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, that's that's come out. Of course, we are unlockable plays in there. I've still got to unlock us because man, that, that Phantom Five is hard to beat. <laughs> it's it's some old school difficulty there. You can check that out. I want to get Josh and Dave back on the on the podcast at some time in the in the near future. So look out for that. And still want to do a, a video uh, of of uh, on basketball classics. Of course, we've now been demonetized on YouTube, Ben, because apparently we violated. We've got some vague. Uh, notice of violating some terms of not qualifying for monetization. So thank you to YouTube for that. Um, but wow. I'll, 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 yeah, it's a lot. It's hitting a lot of content creators. This because uh, we've got a lot of old videos where we've got we've got gameplay footage and such. So apparently, it's not transformative enough, even though we've been doing a lot of original content. But <laughs> that's that's YouTube for you. Um, of course, yeah, you know, we, that platform's going downhill. It it, it really is. But uh, on the note, I do want to thank uh, uh, people like Mindframe Gaming, who who does great stuff on YouTube himself. Uh, but he's has put out the the word about our Patreon. That's how you can uh, support us with our hosting costs. You know, it helps all helps out with the hosting. Uh, shout out to uh, to Rob Davis, great modern in our community. He's also joined us as a patron on Patreon and and chipping in with a few bucks. Uh, thank you so much for that. And of course, we've got the GoFundMe and everything. If you want to send us a few bucks, or or certainly if you just want to keep visiting the site, it really helps because we do have the the advertising revenue on there. Um, so, I do want to stress too, like with the Patreon stuff, you and I have been discussing for a few weeks in regards to oh, adding perks. some perks. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Perks. That, that, we want to do that because people have been very kind uh, so far. So we want to add some perks to the uh, the Patreon. I'll have more information on that going forward. But shout out to Rob. Um, also, want to shout out some other people, of course, uh, Obi Wan Watson on uh, on Twitter, always supporting our content, etc. 
I very much appreciate everyone uh, doing that. Uh, and of course, Ben, you know, if nothing else, I've got a Japanese version of NBA Live 2002 I can play. So yeah. <laughs> if I, if I want to go back and play with, with Jordan on the cover, check that out that way back Wednesday. That was a very cool feature to uh, to create to uh, to get that and look into the history of that. So uh, definitely look that, at that and you know any support of our original content, uh, including the podcast, of course, is is very much appreciated. But uh, that's pretty much brought us to the end of uh, episode number two hundred ninety three of the NLC podcast. Ben, uh, some good news, some troubling news, but at least we got some news. Yeah. Uh... Hopefully uh, next week's one will be more positive news in the end. So let's, let's fingers crossed for that. And of course, depending on the news, we'll also have a, a featured, uh, probably have a featured discussion topic if we don't have a lot of uh, concrete news to, to talk about. We haven't decided which one yet. We'll uh, look into that, I'm sure. But again, that depends on how much news we have to talk about. But either way, we will be coming at you with a new podcast next week talking about uh, one of our favorite subjects, basketball and basketball video games. Kind of Kind of the thing we... Uh, deal with at the NLC, Ben. Not not some not a lot of the stuff we really talk about. <laughs> really, <laughs> basketball gaming uh, fan side. It's kind of kind of our thing. Uh, but yes, uh, as always, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Uh, if you did, uh, we encourage you to tune in each and every week because that is the uh, the point of the weekly show. After all, you can keep streaming it on the NLC, of course. That is NBA Live dot com. You can also find us on various podcatching apps and platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podcast Addict. Search for the NLC Podcast logo. That will be us. Or follow the links on the site, of course. And once again, as long as you're tuning in each and every week and enjoying the show, that is the main thing. We also encourage you to connect with us on social media. On Twitter and Facebook, we are the NLSC. On Instagram, we are NLSC Basketball. On YouTube, demonetized or not, we are NBA Live Series Center. Uh, you can follow Ben and I, Andrew NLSC, and Arcane NLSC on Twitter as well. And of course, keep it locked to the NLSC itself, nba-live.com, for everything we do for basketball video games. But yes, that is all for episode number 293 of the NLSC podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Andrew. I'm Arcane. Go get buckets, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>